Good morning, everyone. How you doing? Happy Monday morning to you. My name is Sean Tierney from the Automation Blogging School, and this is the Automation Morning Show for Monday, August 21st, 2023. I hope your day's off to a great start. And uh, let's go ahead and take a look at what's new in industrial automation. But before we do that, I just want to say a quick shout out to our sponsor, theautomationschool.com. If you know anybody who needs PLC, HMI, or SCADA training, please ask them to visit our sponsor's website, theautomationschool.com. And with that said, let's go ahead and jump into what's new for today. And uh, first up, we have a press release from Festo about their new MS Basic line of products. Now this includes um, pressure regulators, filter regulators, electronic or electric on off and soft stop valves and manual on off valves with filter regulators. So, um, if you need a, some some uh, affordable, uh, you know, maybe you don't need all the features or functions of the full-blown line, you're looking for something very affordable, check out their MS Basic line. It is part of their Essentials um, program, so, you know, in stock, ready to ship right away. And uh, if you have any questions about, you know, the Basic line versus the regular MS line, feel free to give your local Festo people a call. From there, we'll go over to Universal Robots has a press release, and today they're talking about the, a new milestone they reached with their training. Over 200,000 people have used their training on collaborative robots. And uh, so we want to wish uh, congratulations to them. They have uh, over, um, I think it's over 120 locations that they set up with their training. And of course, they have their uh, free online courses, as well as, uh, you know, virtual classes and instructor-led classes as well. So uh, congratulations to US Universal Robotics. From there we go over to a um, press release from ISA. And so this is an announcement about ISA 100, the wireless product capabilities. So if we look at ISA 100 here, we can see that um, they've added two to the spec, right? So let's, let's back up a little bit. ISA 100 is also known as six, IEC 62734. Okay, and this is wireless systems for industrial automation, process control, and related applications. And they, they just announced two major new additions or enhancements to the specification. The first is uh, Bluetooth Low Energy. So one of the great things you can use Bluetooth for is, you know, to use your cell phone to configure a device. And so that's a great addition to the specification. And... Um, the other thing they did is they're adopting OPCUA and PADIM. Now you're probably familiar with OPCUA, but PADIM stands for um, Process Automation Device Information Model. So this also should help with the communication and configuring of devices. And so very interesting stuff. Congratulations to ISA for these two new, very promising additions to the ISA 100 standard. Excuse me. <coughs> From there, we go over to Moxa, who has a press release, and they're announcing their new uh, on-cell flagship um, cellular router. So this is the on-cell, let's see here, the G4302-LTE4. And this is complies with IEC 62443-4-2. So this is the standard about security, right? Networking security, industrial networking security, and so on. So um, congratulations to them for releasing this new product. I mean, what the, from what they said, uh, the industrial cybersecurity report they're quoting here, 
says that 89% of um, organizations have been affected by a cybersecurity attack or a cyber attack. So very important that you have uh, secure systems. And if you're looking for, you know, a cellular device that would securely communicate to a remote location, you may want to check out Mox's OnCell G4302-LTE4. And um, of course, this uh, links to this and everything we cover will be find, found later today at automate.news. From there, we go over to, I just want to include a link for our interview with the ISA. This was Eric Cosman, and we talked about ISA 99 and 62443. So pretty much the same thing. One's the ISA number, one is the IEC number. So in any case, if you want to get up to speed on that, that is podcast episode 110. We also had Moxa on, speaking of Moxa and the cellular gateway, we actually had Moxa on in uh, the automation demo episode 5 to talk about their remote connection gateway. So it's one thing to have the cellular connection, right? But it's another thing to have a secure connection, like a VPN connection to your devices. And I thought they did a great demo here showing, like the, the, the guy's demoing it, he's at home, and actually he's connecting to the office where he has all these motors and PLCs and stuff, and I thought he did a great job. So if you're interested in how they do remote connections securely through their own VPN system, check that out. That's uh, D005, how to set up and use Mox's remote connection gateways. All right, from there we go over to the automation, I'm sorry, to the ISA's website, automation.com, to find a, uh, an announcement from uh, Positile. Now, I did not see this on Positile's website, but apparently they've uh, extended their IR, I'm sorry, IX, you know, it's Monday, right? I think I need another cup of coffee. <laughs> they've extended their IX arc line of magnetic encoders. Now, we've talked about this previously. These are their encoders that got rid of the Hall effect sensors and use instead uh, tunneling magneto resistance or TMR. And what that does is, as we talked about earlier in the year, that, only, that not only makes them more sensitive or, or gives you higher resolution, it also allows them to work at a lower temperature and they use less power. So um, three great things, right? So with that said, um, they're now adding, they have a brand new ISIC in here, brand new ASIC, ISIC, where did I get ISIC? They have a brand new ASIC, so that it's allowed some, allows them to have a battery-free uh, 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 counting and multi-turn models, and um, which is good, right? Because you don't want to have to have a battery in there if you turn off power. You want to be able to know where your position was. They also are adding field buses. They're starting with SSI, but they're going to be adding uh, CAN, and they're going to be adding uh, industrial Ethernet um, networks in the near future. So maybe later this year, they say, from this article. So very interesting product line there. It was funny, too. We had another... Uh, a press release or a product uh, announcement on an encoder. And this one is from Dynapower. I haven't heard from these guys in a long time. Um, I actually ran into Dynapower when I first got started in this business 33 years ago, especially their, um, their um, uh, encoders. But in any case, they launched uh, recently a programmable encoder, the HS35IQ with Pulse IQ technology. And now what's important about this is, you know, this is a uh, not only a programmable encoder, but it has a lot of built-in um, faults, right? So it can monitor and tell you if there's uh, an overspeed or a temperature warning. There's a fault log, which you can access with their free software. Um, and this is a programmable encoder up to a maximum of 20 pulses per revolution. 
So it uh, kind of reminds me about the IF1M one we covered recently. Um, environmentally, it's IP67. It's rated for 20 Gs of shock. And it uh, has a standard temperature and operating performance in line with their other products. But I thought that was interesting. I should reach out to them about having them do a product line update because I need to get up to speed on their product line. I haven't looked at it in a long time. From there, we go over to our product spotlight. And today we're spotlighting the Compact Logics and Control Logics bundle of online courses from theautomationschool.com. These are the level one and level two courses. So these are the extended editions. Um, you, when you buy these, you get lifetime access and support. And you also get the next course for free, the updated course for free. And uh, you can get these two courses bundled together for $3.99. Um, if you're doing group enrollment, of course, there's a discount off of that. And of course, that's only a 24% saving. If you get the mega bundle for $5.49 that we covered on uh, Friday, you save over 50%. But in any case, that's our product spotlight for today. From there, we go over to the August edition of new IO-Link products from Profi News. Okay, for, this is from PI. And a um, lot of new products here. So we'll just, uh, I'm going to go through these quickly. Um, Microsonic has a new uh, Cube ultrasonic sensor with a rotatable head that has IO-Link. Uh, Siemens has new line monitoring relays. We've already covered this on a previous show, but this is a Sirius 3UG5 line monitoring relays with IO-Link. Um, SICK, now I did not see this on their website, but SICK announced an extension of their CSS and CXSX, CSS and CSX high-resolution, high-speed uh, color sensors, and now they have IO-Link. Um, SICK also, uh, we did talk about this before, added uh, UC40, the UC40 um, Cube ultrasonic sensors. You can also get those with IO-Link now. Over at uh, HBK, who we've had on the podcast before, they've now taken their U9C tension and compression sensor and their C9C compression sensor, and they've also came out with IO-Link models. And last but not least, we'll talk about Luz L-E-U-Z-E. -E. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but they have two new lines they've added IO-Link to. You can get IO-Link on their TL305 stack lights, and uh, you can also get uh, IO-Link on their new line of ultrasonic sensors, which we did cover on the show. This is the HTU200 and DMU200 series. Okay, from there we'll go over to a new, uh, a new article from PI, Why Use IO-Link Universal, Smart, and Easy. Now, if you know, if you know anybody who's new to IO-Link, um, this is a good article. It kind of goes through the history of IO-Link and then talks about the, you know, the, the, you know, the advantages of using it over, you know, classical technology, right? So again, you know, our devices for decades now have been coming, like PhotoEyes, they've been coming with so much intelligence in them that without a way to get it out, right, without putting it on a field bus like DeviceNet or CAN or something, you weren't able to get that information out of there. And of course, now with IO-Link, you can, and it's inexpensive. You're not putting it in a whole field bus. So um, very interesting article. Great for either if you have somebody new on your staff or if you're new to IO-Link, I would definitely recommend it. Over at Parker's website, we have a new article, Trends Driving Demand for Automation in Robotics and Life Sciences. Now, I know life sciences is like a subgenre of automation, right? They do things a little bit differently. There's a lot of validation that goes on there. Um, a lot of times you can't make changes after the fact, right? because they want to make sure they make a consistent product so that we all stay healthy. 
Um, and one of the things I learned about this, though, this does talk about AMRs and AVGs, but one of the things I, th I thought was different about this article is they talk about the five Ds, right? And I hadn't heard this before, right? So this is dull, dirty, dangerous, dear, D-E-A-R, dear, and difficult. And they kind of walk through how this applies in life sciences, and I, th I found it very interesting. So that is from Parker. And uh, from there, we go over to an article from DigiKey. Now, this article, I think I would change the name of this. Right now, it's called How to Optimize Intralogistics to Streamline and Speed Industry 4.0 Supply Chains. And I really kind of felt that a good, another title for this might be, you know, what's the differences between an AMR and AGV and how are people using them these days? You know, they do go into intralogistics is like getting, uh, you know, um, items and raw materials from your supply house or from your warehouse. But in any case, I re they really go through and they, they, as they go through and talk about this, they talk a lot about AMRs and AGVs, how they evolved, how they're different. So uh, I thought it was an excellent article. Uh, and that was from DigiKey. From there, we go over to download. So I found one new software update today of interest, and this was a hotfix, hotfix number 10, for Step 7 version 5.6 SP2, as well as Step 7 Professional 2017. So if you're using either of those packages, you may want to check out this hotfix. Also, over at Schneider, as far as uh, new publications go, Schneider has their new Digest Catalog 02 metering equipment. Now, if you're not watching, if you're listening, think, and this is what I think when I see this, the meter on the side of your house to tell you how much power you've used, right? So this isn't um, what I would think of as like a panel meter, okay? So these are your, your power meters, um, you know, with the circle where you plug it in, right? So uh, that's section two of their master catalog. And then in section three, they have their safety switches. Now, this is not safety switches like I'm thinking door interlock switches, whatnot. These are more like disconnect switches for the side, you know, for, for power, like, you know, a big disconnect switch to turn power off to a machine. So in any case, if you guys think I'm wrong about that, but that's what they look like to me. So uh, that's section three of their catalog. Uh, from there, we go to Rockwell. Rockwell has a new data sheet on their ASIM 6300P panel PC. So if you don't know, a few years ago, Rockwell bought ASIM or Awesome. People say it differently. Even people from Rockwell say it differently. And um, this is a, a, a data sheet on that line of panel PCs. One thing I like about these panel PCs is they have lots of ports, which I'm always a big fan of ports, including a serial port. They also have a DVI port here. I wonder, I can't see, I can't see any closer. I'm like, I hope that's not all they have. Um, maybe there's, these are probably HDMIs. So any case, if you want to know more or actually know what those ports are, you can get the data sheet. I did not read the whole data sheet. I admit it, I didn't. But in any case, it looks like they have 12 inch to 19 inch sizes. Oh, they even have up to 24 inch um, widescreen, 1080p. So from there, we go over to another uh, data sheet. Now, this is an interesting one. This is an application technique. And this is where they're telling you how to integrate. Um, well, let me read you the title first. Safety limited speed and guard door unlocking with Armor PowerFlex safety function. Now, in the pictures here, they're showing like an encoder, they're showing a safety PLC, they're showing the Armor PowerFlex, they're showing a, like a safety contactor and a safety door interlock. So um, if this is like their other publications, this will cover all those different things. Let me see if I can read the, the different parts here. Guardmaster 440 GMZ, uh, GuardLogix 5580, Compact GuardLogix 5380, Armor PowerFlex 35S, um, 
with integrated safety in the 700S-C relay. So, and they're saying this gets you up to Cat3 PLD. So, very interesting. If you're using those products, this is probably something you want to grab and take a look at. From there, uh, over on Emerson's website, we had a new manual for the LS200 series direct operated regulators. And, uh, and that was it for today. That's everything I found that was new. So, if you think I missed something, please use the submit news link on the... Um, on either the automationblog.com or automate.news and um, and send it in. Let me know. Um, also, I want to thank our sponsor, theautomationschool.com. I want to thank them for sponsoring this morning's show. If you know anybody who needs PLC, HMI, or skater training, please send them to our sponsor's website, theautomationschool.com. Now, uh, don't forget that for one cup of coffee a month, you can join our community at automation automation.locals.com. And... Uh, when you join, you can take part in the conversation. You can ask me questions. You can do all kinds of stuff. We're having a back and forth right now with one of the members about remote access. Uh, from there, uh, another way you can support us is we have uh, ebooks and we have uh, video collections. You can pick up at theautomationblog.com forward slash TAB. And we also have coffee cups and t-shirts over at theautomationblog.com forward slash shop. And uh, just a reminder that after the show, after I get it uploaded to all the podcast destinations, um, I do go in and put in every single link I've talked about. Matter of fact, I've done this for all 87 episodes, 88 episodes that I've done this year. So you'll find every single link, thousands of links to stories we've covered this year over at automate.news. There's no www, there's no .com, it's just automate.news. And uh, with that, whew, we finally made it through the show. Man, Mondays, right? Sometimes uh, things go smoothly, sometimes they don't. Well, I hope your day goes smoothly. I hope you have a great day. I want to say hey to everybody who said hi in the chat. Ankush and Salem. And I, if I say your name wrong, I apologize. i got to make the text a little bit bigger. But I just want to wish everybody who watches, whether you're watching the live show or you're watching, listening to the podcast or you're watching the video after work, I want to wish you all an awesome day. Uh, be safe, be happy, be healthy. And until next time, my friends, peace.